0: Arkansas outfielder Jace Borfin joins the zone thanks to fence brokers and Bryant.
1: Slider, drilled deep right field. Look at that ball go. You got to get out of here. Borfin with a go-ahead home run in the eighth inning. The Hawks are back in front.
0: Borfin is a leading hitter for Arkansas and has been named a National Player of the Week this year. The pitch is just
1: crushed. Deep to right field, over the scoreboard, over the Hunt Center. Oh my gosh, that ball bounced nearly in the lake. Jay's Borfin hit that ball 500 miles.
0: Fence Brokers provides Arkansas with the largest inventory, quality products, and superior service. They are the experts. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. One two, Borfin hammers it to right
1: field. That one's gonna go out of here. Jace Borfin took a high fastball and drives it over the right field fence. The Hawks scored two runs before the first out of the game. All right, let's bring him in. That one did not go 500 miles, but it went far enough. And Jace had a great weekend. The Hawks had a great weekend, and they end up sweeping Mississippi State. Jace, welcome back. How are you?
2: Thanks, Brad. I'm good.
1: Um, four hits this weekend, all extra bases, two homers, two doubles. And I want to ask you specifically about – Your double yesterday, which in my mind broke the game open. You had bases loaded, and the uh, pitcher started you off with a breaking ball, came back with another one. I think you're down 0-2. And then he came back with what looked like a similar pitch on the inner half, and you turned on it right down the right field line. Was it the same pitch, or were they a little different? Yeah, I'd
2: say the first one might have been more like a slur. Um, It was
1: kind of on the outer half,
2: and I wasn't really something I was looking for to drive. Um, Then he came back with a slider. Uh, on the inner half and then came back with another slider on the inner half and when I got down at two I was just looking to see the ball deep and uh, you know trying to hit it the other way um, but he hung a breaking ball and I got out front head down the line so it worked out
1: you know I'm just trying to think of like uh, it didn't happen a lot in my life so I haven't been up behind guys who hit home runs very often when you walk up behind a guy who hit a home run like Diggs did and then you follow up with one I mean, are you does it change your mentality at all after a guy hit a bomb does it do you think any differently after watching a guy knock one out
2: just, you know, come up there and hit a single, get on base, you know, let someone else behind you do it. Um, that swing that Kendall put on that ball was absolutely crushed. Um, and then they brought that new – another pitcher in. I was just going to try to get a good pitch to hit and let it start to drive. And luckily I'm going to change up um, 1-0 and I put a good swing on it.
1: And Kendall had a ridiculous weekend. We were talking – he'd probably be player of the week this week if that dude from Ole Miss didn't hit four home runs in one game. So we'll see what shakes out with the league office. But He got co Did he?
0: Yeah. And some kid from Missouri had five home runs They had a ridiculous weekend. Yeah. So well, they were co Slavens
1: Slavin's had three, one in each game. I mean, a lot of guys had good weekends this weekend. And it's a Mississippi State team that was or has been struggling with their pitching. I mean, do you guys feel pretty good about going into the weekend? You certainly performed well.
2: Yeah. I think we all felt pretty good about ourselves uh, coming off this. Series 3 versus A&M. Um, going into Starkville, knowing you're going to get a really good team just because, you know, their back was kind of against the wall, um, their fight to get to the, the Hoover tournament. So we knew we were going to, try, we were going to probably get their best game. Um, and luckily, you know, we had some things go go our way. Um, we just kept kind of building upon that on the weekend.
1: We saw a number of good pitching performances this week as well. Gage Wood has established himself as a legit closer. Um, we've talked a lot about Zach Morris trending the right direction, and obviously he had another good weekend. Uh, pitched three hitless innings yesterday. Hagan Smith with a really good start the other day. Tiger's back, and he's looking really good, and hopefully his innings are going to grow. As a hitter, does that help you guys relax a little bit, feeling like you don't have to go out and score seven, eight, nine runs, even though you did most of the weekend?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Anytime you know your pitching staff goes out there and puts up a bunch of zeros, Um, you know when you go in the dugout, get up to the plate, you know you feel pretty good about the offense just because you don't have to do as much. Um, So our pitching staffs really starting to come together. Um, We're having guys step up. It's exactly what we need.
0: What was your favorite moment from the weekend in the dugout hanging out? What was the best? What was the best play? Best hit? But you know, best moment.
2: Uh. I think when Slavin hit that home run, um, honestly, like yesterday, just because I mean he hung a slider and it was an absolute bomb, and everyone kind of just went wild. And, you know, put us up, I think, 3-0. Um, I think when that happened, it was kind of like, guys, right, you know, this this is our Sunday. We're gonna we're gonna get the sweep.
1: As an outfielder, watching guys in the infield make plays and really tough plays always kind of buoyed my spirits too. Your guys, I thought, were especially good. There were a lot of plays, and I don't know what the percentages would be at. We talked about this earlier, but Bolton made a couple of really tough plays at short. Cali had a couple of short, hop plays over the weekend that I thought were phenomenal, too, and throws to first, just makes it look easy. Um, what do you think of the defense, I guess, generally, from what you saw from your guys? It certainly, Mississippi State had their struggles, but uh, what about your guys? Yeah,
2: I thought we filled the, um, fill the ball really good this weekend. That kind of one of the things that DVH kind of talks about all the time. You know, you got to play defense there in the SEC. And if you want to, want to get to Omaha, you know, you got to turn double plays. You got to take care of the baseball. And I thought we did a really good job of, of that this weekend. Um, John was making some great plays in the hole. Um, Callie was, you know, being a vacuum owner third. Um, and I thought we just did overall a really good job this weekend.
0: Last week, you told us how important the bench is. That, I mean, just the mood on the bench, the, the, the support you guys get from the guys that aren't playing. Who's the bench character on this team? Who's the, the guy over there in the dugout that's keeping everybody loose or motivating everybody, getting them
2: going? Well, I'd say it's probably switched now just because, you know, some other guys got hurt. Um, I'd say, like, Davian, he's kind of keeping all the guys up right on the bench. Um, I'd say before that, it was probably either, you know, Peyton Holt, um, just got a lot of energy, you know, really just wanting to win. Um, and there's a lot of other guys, too, but those two kind of stick out.
0: Are you uh, hopeful that – uh Josenberger gets back this week?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't really know his timetable. Um, I know that he'll come back on his terms, so
0: if it's this week,
2: great. Um, if not, um, we'll try to win another weekend without him, but uh, looking forward to having him and Wagner back in the lineup here soon.
0: And you're looking forward to going back to the corner of the outfield? <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, I think center has kind of only helped me get some better reason the balls out there in the outfield, so. Uh transitioning back to right or left, you know, whichever one it is, um, I think I'll be better suited.
1: Talking to Jace Borfoot on the brand and moving in top line, brought to you by Fence Brokers. Um, I don't want to ask you to speak for him, but I'm gonna ask you to speak for him. Do you have a sense from Kendall whether he likes being in that leadoff spot? He's certainly thrived there or being more in the three four spot?
2: Uh, I think Kendall kinda of hit wherever wherever in the lineup. You know, he gets on base, sees a lot of pitches, doesn't strike out much, can hit for power, can hit for average, he can kinda of do it all so I don't really think, you know, I don't really. I mean, I haven't really talked to him about it, but I don't really know if he like likes to lead up spot or if he likes sitting, you know, down in the, the middle of the order. Um, I just know that he's a really good hitter. Wherever you put him, he's going to produce.
1: You know, Coach talked about the bottom of the order too, Jason. It wasn't necessarily the big hits, but those guys' work counts got on base and certainly set you guys up at the top of the order to get some additional RBIs. And you know, we talked about our plate. I guess earlier the the grand slam from Kendall. Um, what have you seen in their development? Seems like those guys really have been very patient and try to do the best they can down there.
2: Yeah, I think you know it's just kind of understanding your role. Um, you know, those guys in the bottom of the lineup. You know, that's how we're going to score runs. You know, them getting on uh, on base, working counts, deep, getting hit by pitches. You know, um, grinding out of batch. You know, you know they can have a. A six, seven, eight-pitch at bat strike out, that's only going to help the next guy coming up because now the pitcher's tired. You know, you're seeing more pitches, you know, you name it. So, you know, you don't really have to get on base every single time, but uh, when you can, it's obviously a plus. And I thought those guys did a great job this weekend you know, of just finding a way to, you know, grind counts, battle, and get on base.
1: We've talked a lot about injuries this year because it's been a big storyline for you guys, and you've been able to overcome it to this point to be a top five team in the country. And now you guys are atop the standings in the SEC. It's a remarkable story for a guy that's been in there all year. Um, I'm just curious. You're 50 games in now, almost. What's your body feeling like? How are you at this point in the season?
2: I'm tired for sure, um, but you know, our strength coach does a really good job make sure you know we're staying healthy. You know, hitting the exercises and stretches that we need to be doing during the season. Um, and uh our nutritionist lauren she does a really good job making sure we're getting all the, the the food the vitamins you know you name it the supplements we need to stay healthy um but you know the guys that haven't played you know their bodies might not be as sore so it's honestly kind of nice for them to get in there and get a little taste of, you know kind of showing what they can do um but i mean overall you know my body feels pretty good right now
0: are you looking forward to no midweek game this week
2: Oh uh, yeah, you know it's always nice to play baseball, um, but you know having an extra day of rest isn't bad at all.
0: What do your what's your final schedule look like this week?
2: Um, I got I got a final I got to take tomorrow around eleven, and then I got a final I got to take on a Wednesday, just on any any time of the day. They're both online, so once I get those two done, um, I'll be done with school. So it'll be nice.
1: Yeah, uh, it seems like the the basketball teams have a pretty close relationship, and softball's obviously hosting an SEC tournament. You guys make any time to go over there this week? Do you get a chance to go to many softball games?
2: Yeah, we were talking about uh, last night when we got back that we're going to try to make it over to the, I think it's the SEC tournament right over there, softball.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have yeah, any? Have... Yeah, go ahead. No, go right. You, you I was going to say, have you, have you watched any of the, the I mean hitters specifically? Have you guys, uh, Anybody that you're like, man, She's pretty good. I think. I, I think that's. Uh, it's pretty pretty impressive. Anybody that stands out as far as their offense goes?
2: I haven't watched a lot, so um, I couldn't really tell you. I do. I mean, I watched last year a lot, so I mean, I could probably tell you like Brett does them, but I don't watch really much about this uh, year.
1: I like it better when you don't have time to watch. I like it when you're in there playing. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, South
0: Carolina? Thoughts on them?
1: Yeah, um, they're a really good team.
2: Um, they can really pitch. They got a lot of talented players, um, some really good hitters. Um I think they're coming off, you know, getting swept by Kentucky. Um, so I know they're gonna come in here playing their best brand of baseball. I think the big thing for us is just trying not to, you know, you know, do too much and not trying to be playing so much hero ball here. You know, we got a lot of guys still banged up. Um, and we're coming off this week from the city state. I think we feel really good about our about our, you know, chemistry on the team and just uh, our ability to you know, go out there and, and
0: win. I heard last night in Coach Van Horn's press conference, one of the reporters said that the Mississippi State uh, dugout was kind of upset. They were, there was a lot of grumbling going on. Uh, they were mad at you all because y- your defense kept making play after play after play, and they just were like, we can't catch a break. They're, you know, they're making all these tough, tough plays. And, was, you know, it's almost like, come on, you got to be kidding me. They did that again? Did you ever get – could you hear that coming from them or get that sense from them?
2: Um, I couldn't. I was out in the but, uh, you know, would make sense because when you make those plays like we did with Bolton or Cali, you know, on the infield, you know, you're hoping for a bad hop. You're hoping for someone to boot the ball. You're hoping for someone to, you know, get another extra 90 feet, you know, can only make the rally go longer. But when you make those types of plays, those are really rally killers. And, you know, that just kind of, like, deadens the dugout and makes them not want to, you know, play plays hard.
0: I saw it on Twitter that someone who covers Mississippi State said this is very eerie. This is as dead as I've heard this stadium ever. Was it? What was it like?
2: Um, uh, I mean, the stadium there is incredible. Um, and then Saturday, you know, Saturday night, they had a lot of people there. It was kind of like probably what you kind of expected. You know, the, the noise level wasn't as loud just because I think they were behind most of the game. Or I think maybe the entire weekend, but. Uh, and then Sunday, it was it was pretty dead. There wasn't very many people there. So, um, you know, and I don't know. I mean, I know we just beat them uh, on Friday and Saturday, but I mean, I kind of expect a little more people to be there
1: Sunday. Yeah, <clears throat> it was interesting. After Diggs' home run, I think it was, I'm, I'm watching the broadcast, and I hear a hog call go up, and I'm like, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's nice when you can hear that on the broadcast, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so, uh,
2: it- yeah, you can hear a hog call, then you're away always great yeah
1: no doubt about that it was uh yeah it was something i mean that's the biggest facility in this in the conference and obviously they've had a hard year but obviously they've got a great tradition so i'm sure it is a, a great place to play a ball game but uh yeah tough times for them and and certainly um you know glad that you guys were able to take advantage of that
2: yeah they uh they have great fans um you know we we're on out the outfield and yesterday and they were feeding us after the game so i mean they were awesome to us, to us all weekend
1: you know, yeah. they
0: said ahead. on the broadcast that there, there was a lot of leftover barbecue, and they gave it to the Razorbacks to take back with them to eat on the way home. That that was true. I heard that's a standard.
2: Yeah, they they did. Um, one of the um, one of the people I was talking to out in the outfield, uh, they was, like the was like, hey, He he's like, hey, like after the game, like come back out here, and uh, we'll give you give you some barbecue. And so I was like, all right, so the game is over, and took up my buddies and ran out there, and they gave us some brisket and. Like boot and balls, stuff like that. That's
1: okay. awesome. That is cool. Well, the broadcaster was talking about it. He said when he played that that's what he said. They'd give it to you all game long, and then after the game, they'd feed you, though. So <laughs> he said they'd give you a hard time, but then they'd take care of you when the game was over. That's really cool. That's yeah. a That's a good tradition. Yeah.
2: I, I was uh, playing fly balls pregame, and uh, one of their fans threw me like half of a cookie. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it kind of cool.
1: <laughs> only half. Um Yeah, only half, yeah. <laughs> so how was it this is the first time you guys have ended a game early in SEC play. What what'd you do with your uh with your early day on Saturday?
2: Yeah, that was nice. Uh we were kind of looking forward to that I think in the sixth inning and then they like scored some runs and then we're like, gosh, we gotta put some more up, you know, get this game over in seven. Uh but yeah, anytime you can get a run and roll in the SEC play and stay pitching, um, you know, kinda test of, kind of the talents the next day. Uh, it's always good.
0: Did that creep into your mind yesterday when you jumped out to a big lead? I think you had eleven. It was 11-4. Were you thinking, "Come on, let's get three more"?
2: Oh yeah, I mean that's always on your mind when you see that um, those number Ron scored up there on the scoreboard. Um, but it didn't happen, and you know we got some guys that you know uh, got to throw some more in the SEC play. So I think that was good.
0: Have a, a question here from our uh, Life in feedback. They, they wanted me to ask you about Dig swinging. He he doesn't swing at the first pitch, and a lot of times it's a strike. Is that just uh, you know his theory of trying to take and see as many pitches as possible? Do you know? Uh, do y'all talk about that?
2: Um, specifically, um, all I know is that man can hit in any count. It doesn't matter if he has two strikes or not. So, um, obviously, what he's doing is working. So, uh, him not swing at the first pitch a lot probably plays his approach pretty good, but um, he's doing a really
1: good job of it. Well, Buddy, you weren't too shabby with two strikes this weekend either, so congratulations and uh, good luck this weekend. righty, thank you. All right, Jace Borfin, thanks to Fence Brokers. We'll talk to him next week. Last regular season home stand for the Hogs starting Friday against South Carolina.